0: Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish, and that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplify.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello for today's episode. I am again recording from my toddler's bedroom, my two toddler's share room. They woke up early from nap time and we are rolling with it because I've got to get this recorded for you. And it's so appropriate for this podcast episode, three productivity truths for moms. And I want to share with you a sneak behind or a peek, what am I trying to say? A behind the scenes of my life the last year, because I, if you've been around motherhood simplified for more than a year You know that I used to have a course and I used to talk all of the time about simplifying your time, simplifying your self-care, simplifying your day-to-day life, essentially beyond the clutter. And last year after the pandemic, and while I was living with two under two again, so two toddlers under two again, and navigating a pandemic and moving across the country, just before everything shut down, where we were in a place where we knew not a single purpose, purpose, single person, having the school shut down so that my kids couldn't meet or make friends, having all social meetups being put on hold and people just not meeting with each other. I personally chose to step back from talking about time and routines and habits and self-care and productivity and boundaries and all of these things that I talk about all of the time in that course, because I was like, what is happening? I spent the last year or so just floundering to be completely honest, floundering with my time, floundering with my mental and emotional health, floundering with my routines, floundering with my boundaries, floundering with my self-care, all of it. And of course I was because literally everything that could happen, even the unknown, including a global pandemic happened. And I just felt like I could not pretend to act like I know how to navigate all of that. And as if I was just carrying on with everything that I had talked about before, because it wasn't what I was practicing. And I tell you all the time that I don't recommend anything to you unless I do it myself, unless I'm done it myself. And I know that it works. And so last year I had an opportunity to really step back and reevaluate my beliefs and my practices in how I do this and how I delegate and how I manage my life and how I navigate very demanding and difficult seasons of life, how I weave in and actively incorporate my self-care into all of that. Because last year for most of us was a really good time to do that. And so I stopped talking about it. I was like, I I know decluttering. I know clutter. I know all about that. I'm going to dive deep into that. And I loved it and it was great. And that's actually one of the lessons is stop feeling like you have to do all of the things all of the time in every season of life. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and not do some of the things that you normally do. And so this podcast episode is going to be three productivity truths for moms that I learned and embodied over the last year. Embodied just means I practice what I preach. These are not things that I'm like, you know what? I think this might work or maybe this would work. It's like, here's what worked for me. (laughs) Take it or leave it. Because honestly, it was really frustrating to me last year to have all these people wanting to support. Right. And I know that they had the best intentions, but, you know, wanting to support, wanting to give guidance, wanting to help people navigate through this unknown time. But I was just like, you've never done this before. You've never lived through a pandemic. You've never had to distance school before. (laughs) Right. You've never done it while you're living in a city where, you know, not a soul and your kids are lonely and two of them are under two. right?" So I wanted to take some time to like really step back and and reevaluate how I want to move forward with what I teach you all and what I share with you. So here they are, the three productivity truths for moms. Number one, productivity for you as a mom is going to change all of the time because your seasons of life are constantly going to change and ebb and flow. And your children are going to change and you might have more children and then they might move out and then you will have less children and their ages and stages and what they're capable of doing are going to fluctuate and the ways that they can work together and not work together are going to change. And life is going to happen. It is going to throw things at you that are unexpected, right? It is going to be changing all of the time. And because it's going to be changing all of the time. That means that you need to adjust your expectations on what productivity looks like all the time. You've got to just constantly take a look at what is happening in your world. Where are the people in your life at mentally, emotionally, physically, and what can you do in response to that? Right? Because I have had seasons of life where waking up before my kids and working out and getting some work done was ideal. And that was what worked. That was actually what worked really well for me three years ago when I started motherhood simplified and we had three older kids and I had one baby and she slept well compared to my now baby. (laughs) And so I could wake up early before her and roll out of bed and get my work done and get my self-care in and get my routines done and then carry on with my day. But last year after the baby was about six months and decided that she never wanted to sleep and we moved across the country and we were living through a pandemic and my older kids had a lot of needs that I had to fill because they had no friends in their real life. And all of a sudden I was that for them. And so was my husband waking up before my kids just wasn't something that worked. I was exhausted and my sleep was not happening in the ways that it needed to be. And so I had to do it at different times of day and sometimes not at all because that's how demanding last year was. And so I would have to work it into the weekends and just say, I've got to get through these five days while husband's at work. And then I will get my time to recover on the weekend. And that is a season of life, right? It's not to say that every season of life is going to be perfect and you're going to have these ideal circumstances and you're going to get to do self-care every day or whatever it is that you want to do every day. Even if you've decluttered, you're going to have to adjust your expectations based on the season of life that you're in, because it's going to be changing all of the time. Now, the second productivity truth is that productivity as a mom just looks different than what society tells us. Now, I want to tell you something. I'm going to sound like very petty, (laughs) probably, but society does not honor the way that productivity as a mom and a woman looks like. We have hormonal fluctuations, literally monthly cycles that our productivity ebbs and flows with. Society doesn't honor that. We are expected to just maintain this level, steady amount of energy and not even considering things like childbirth and postpartum phases and what it's actually like to be the one who's working at home. You guys, like, I don't know if you guys can hear them in the background. Hopefully you cannot. Hopefully my mic is good enough, <laughs> but I have five kids behind me playing basketball, asking me for kombucha. Cause I keep pausing and saying no kombucha for you. And this is not the standard of productivity, right? You would not see a blog of like productivity means juggling multiple things and shutting off the part of your brain that responds to every tiny little thing while your kids play in the background, knowing that they're fully safe and recording a podcast. That's not going to happen, right? It looks different as a mom. And there was this Facebook ad that I saw the other day of this guy who normally has ads that are geared toward the societal level of productivity. He like poses in front of Lamborghinis. He probably rents them That's fine. Whatever, uh, like is always talking about how do more wake up at 4am, 4am club, like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. This is what you do. Time blocking every minute of my day. Here's a picture of my calendar. And I'm always just like, I don't relate. I do not relate to that at all. That is not what productivity looks like to me as a mom. And so that's his brand. That's his culture. And then he had this video. Of him sitting with his one-year-old on his lap, as if he understood what mom life was like and what mom life productivity looked like. And I'm like, no, no, you don't, you don't get to tell me in every single other piece of content that you created that you hustle, 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 wake up at 4 a.m., do the things, do the things, grind, hustle whatever, you know, drive yourself into the ground and then try to be relatable by holding a baby in your lap and saying that you understand where I'm coming from as a mother, like <laughs> we live different lives and it would be different. you know, If I knew that he was like the main caretaker, this isn't about like gender roles, but it would be different if, if he was consistently the primary caretaker and the one who is literally working from home on his toddler's bedroom floor which I know for sure he is not, right? So productivity as a mother looks different from what the mainstream messages that society sends us are, right? The mainstream message is eight hours of work is productivity. Pomodoro methods are productivity. Time blocking is productivity. And yes, you can absolutely incorporate those things into your productivity, But when we have to mesh together the entire family unit and take into consideration needs of children and nap time and teenagers and tweens and their lives and their schedules, it's going to require a different kind of strategy. It's going to require that you ask for help. It's going to require to delegation. And that brings me to productivity tip number three is that you you can't do it all but you can have it all and your words matter. So I don't want to get too caught up in semantics, but we get so caught up in thinking that, you know, some people are like, yes, mothers can have it all or no, we cannot have it all, right? Or yes, we can do it all. No, we cannot do it all. And when we get caught up in that thinking of like black and white thinking, when it comes to our lives that we have to have either, or we can have either a clean house or time with our kids, or we can have either a career or we're not a present mom. Like, that's just not true. We need nuance and honest, vulnerable conversations. And here's my belief about this. And what I have learned in the last year is that something has to give and You can have it all, but that doesn't mean that you need to do it all yourself. You can have it all. You deserve to have it all. And when I say have it all, I mean have and experience all of the things that you want, not what all the things that society says you have to have. So, actually, real quick, before we go into that, I just want to let you know I had to pause this podcast to go help Kaylee, my three year old wash soap off of her leg because she grabbed the soap from the bathroom sink and rubbed it all over her leg. So, I mean, this is what I mean. Like productivity as a mom just looks different, especially if you're working from home. And especially if you don't have help at home, which is the next thing that I want to talk about. Ironically, we can have it all. We can have the family. We can have business, the career, the relationships, the self-care time, the finances, the travel, the friendships, the health, the wellness, Everything that we want, we can have it all, but we cannot do all of the things required to have those things on our own. We have to delegate. We have to outsource. We have to ask for help. We have to negotiate, and we have to strategize in our lives. Saying that I'll have all of those things later when my kids are grown is not a strategy because even if you don't have kids... Figuring out how you're going to acquire everything that you want requires strategy. So having kids that don't live at home anymore does not automatically make it easy for it to happen. So here are some examples of what strategizing or negotiation might look like for you and how you can implement it into your life so that you don't have to say things like, when the kids are grown, I'll have a clean house, right? Because- That's not how it works. So for me, what it looked like in the past year was for this next six months, six to 12 months of my life, I am not going to be trying to wake up before the baby to go work out, but I will negotiate or I will prioritize my nutrition and a few nights a week, a couple evenings a week. I will let my husband know after dinner, I'm disappearing and I'm going to go work out. Right. That's what negotiation looks like. It's I'm not sacrificing my health and my wellness. I'm negotiating it. And I'm saying that it can't look like my ideal right now, but here are some things that I can do with the situation that I have. It means like delegation means that you're having open communication and firm boundaries with the expectations of your family, right? It means that You are willing to say, this is what I want. And here are some creative ways that I can have it, or here are some creative ways where I can maintain what I do have because in the future, it will be a lot easier and more sustainable to do more about this part of my life. Right? So if you are loving this conversation about productivity as a mom, simplifying kind of the the background noise of your life, right? Your habits, your routines, your delegation, your mindset, your self-care. Guess what? I am doing a four-part series here on the podcast for the next month talking all about this. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, I took about a year off to really uproot all of my old beliefs about this, really dive deep and practice and embody this and figure out how I can best do this for myself and then teach all of you. So I'm going to be hosting a four-part series and I will be opening up the course that I retired last year, motherhood simplified. I'm going to be bringing it back for a limited time. So this course is your quick and simple guide to all things, habits and routines, delegation in the home, boundaries in the home and in your relationships, simplifying your self-care and navigating demanding and difficult seasons of life. And I am so, so excited about this. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. You're going to love the four-part series. And if you decide to get into the course, you are going to love it. Some of you might already be in the course. It's going to be getting an upgrade. I'm going to be adding a lot of really great content based on what I learned and practiced and embodied this last year. I am super, super excited. So make sure to subscribe To this podcast, make sure to watch out for those episodes coming soon over the month of July, 2021. Of course, you can always listen to these whenever, and I would love it if you shared these with a friend or someone who needs it on your social media, wherever I would so appreciate it. And I forgot to tell you too, that if you leave a positive review, you take a screenshot of that positive review, send it to my email. I will send you a free one hour workshop all about how to declutter the surfaces in your home as a thank you. I would so appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day or night. If you're listening to this late night and, you know, feeding the baby or maybe decluttering late night because the kids are all asleep, (laughs) whatever it is, whatever time of day, I hope it is enjoyable for you. Thank you so much for hanging out and I will talk to you soon.